Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, masturbator, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, living in Brooklyn, loving being pregnant, but also it's hard. It's hard out here. (laughs) Loving and hating. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't really understand what to say about that, but welcome to the pod. Welcome, everybody. I am... I recently looked for, so I started keeping a journal um, of pregnancy when I was like 17 weeks pregnant, which I recently looked for because I was like telling you about it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was interesting reading through it. Of There is a lot of like, yeah, of just the, lo- the love-hate thing of just like, I'm so anxious. I'm so upset. I'm so having a hard time with these things. And also I'm like so happy. And oh, it's a lot of dual emotions at the same time. Dude, I am absolutely loving feeling the baby move more. That has been yeah. thrilling, thrilling, thrilling. Mm-hmm. So that's been good. It really is because, like, even when, like, especially when she got really big, like, when I was in my um, third trimester, mm-hmm. like, I feel like she would just sometimes just, like, her fucking butt would just be in my rib cage, And I'm just like, <laughs> I have to be leaning back or I, like, can't breathe. <laughs> but I'm still just like, this is my little baby's butt. Like, that's <laughs> cute that's so cute and she is amazing like that's that's honestly that is the light at the end of the tunnel is being like wow i'm gonna have a baby just like sylvia hopefully yeah you're gonna have a perfect little baby who will be unique and weird and crazy and wonderful and adorable just like sylvia is but in their own little way dude i was going to prenatal yoga this morning which i'll review Mm. And um, on the subway, there was like this little boy and his dad, just the two of them wearing like little Mets gear, both of them in little Mets gear, just going to a Mets game. And I was like, oh, my God. So cute. So cute. Okay. I want to respond to that really quick, but then I need to hear all about your prenatal yoga. Um, So Stephen, every Saturday, like I work Saturday mornings, every Saturday, he takes Sylvia to the farmer's market and they like walk all the way downtown and they go to this little local store and this little shop downtown. It's like bougie groceries, Mm -hmm. Um, anchor pantry. I'm giving you a nine out of 10 because everything you sell is really expensive. But like also it's the only place in town I can buy these expensive things that I do actually really like. So I love that it exists. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I think like the boyfriend of the owner... I think maybe the two of them live together, like, right around, like, right near us. Like, we see them all the time. Um, but specifically the the man of, like, Stephen goes into the store and he just, like, started talking to Stephen about, like, how it re- always reminds him of, like, raising his little girl, like, without, but, like, specifically, like, without how, like, mom's not really in the picture. Like, basically, like, they were sort of making comments of assuming that, like, because Stephen takes Sylvia to the farmer's market by himself every week that, like, I'm not helping <laughs> Like, that, like, mom is not part of it. And I'm just, like, I do feel like it's an assumption if you're, like, a mom out with your child that, like, yeah, it's because you're, like, doing what you should be doing. Whereas if you're a dad out with your child, then it's, like, you must be a single father. And you're just doing so good for, like. You're amazing. Yeah. You're so amazing. You're holding your own baby. (laughs) Wow. And Steven did try to gently be, like, yeah, she just, like, works on Saturdays. She's actually very much in the picture. (laughs) um but then he was just like waxing on about raising his little girl like it is actually like very cute like he was trying to just be sweet but i was just like when steven telling me about this like yeah i'm a little bit insulted about this 
Um, That's very cute. That is funny. Steven has also before gotten spontaneous compliments on the street for like taking Sylvia on walks. Although yeah. actually I did once as well. A woman pulled over in her car to tell me how great it was to see me walking Sylvia. Um, which was nice. But then started like throwing shade at other parents. Like other parents have their kids in strollers. And I'm like, well, they probably like want to go somewhere. Like if I have to <laughs> actually be somewhere doing something. Like I'm trying to tire her out for nap time right now. It's the only reason I don't have a stroller. It's actually like normal and also good parenting to like what are you talking about it's very weird she just stopped in the middle of the street to like tell me i was doing good and talk shit about other things other parents do weird interaction weird weird yeah. parents are weird anyways um <laughs> yeah so mixed feelings six out so, of ten all of that uh tell me about prenatal yoga yeah i've had a lot of good things happen this weekend and a lot of not so good but the worst was prenatal yoga Okay. Wow. That's devastating because that's <laughs> supposed to be a light. I know. I tried a new studio, brand new, never before met this instructor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news was that it was in Greenpoint, which is a freaking adorable freaking neighborhood in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Oh, uh, it's like where we went to get Polish food. Um anyway, so it was a great neighborhood and I got to have a good lunch afterwards, and that honestly kind of made it all fine. Mm-hmm. But this was the style of the instructor. All right. Now we're going to do the other side. Warrior one. Okay. Warrior two. All right. Shift your weight forward. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other side. Literally, that was the tone. Very perfunctory. Extremely, like, bored to be there. And, like, that's very weird for prenatal yoga especially because it's so much like there's so many modifications that you usually provide because people's bodies are feeling different ways you're experiencing a lot more weight on your back like I feel like it's like you it's it's a yoga that you need modifications for so it's weird just be like just do it just do it how you're supposed to do it it was so freaking weird there was a lot of chair pose which I was like um okay okay that that's so why aggressive so aggressive and my my feet were just hurting a lot yeah yeah like and I feel like there is a reason I mean chair pose I don't know why you would do that but I'm like there is like goddess pose where you like are like in like a deep squat in the with your legs wide apart and to me that makes more sense of like that's like hip opening like that makes sense for like prenatal like if you're going to be in a squat pose that's really hard on your like hard for your legs it should at least be either the yogi squat or the goddess pose because those are like really hip opening kind of things that like is good for birth versus like chair pose. What is that doing besides just like making you sweat? Yeah. And you speaking of sweat, the room was so hot and I literally was trying to be like I was doing like a dramatic like self fan like I was like waving my shirt in and out like trying to signal like it's super hot in here can you please but no yeah nothing. Like, also, wait and with a bunch of pregnant ladies you can't yeah. have, if it's gonna be hot again it needs to be like and we've brought in a couple fans I'm so sorry that it's really hot please make yeah sure take extra water breaks like no that mention. is what this is not fucking hot yoga like where you vomit afterwards from your <laughs> fuck that and that's the thing, too, is, like, my other beautiful, beautiful prenatal class that I had been going to, um, but it's on Fridays during the workday, so I won't be mm-hmm. able to anymore, with beautiful doula Abby. Um, mm-hmm. She, it's much more relaxing of a class. And every, I would say every five minutes, she's like, all right, and take a sip of water. 
Mm-hmm. And but like literally, like not an exaggeration, every five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Not once, not once was there a break for water in this class. What the I'm just hell? like, this is not safe. Yeah, like this is not someone who wants to teach prenatal yoga. This is someone who wants to teach regular yoga, maybe. It doesn't even sound like it. And like not that's just so weird. It's so weird. Like I've taken different instructors' classes at different places, but there's usually a tone of like, you know, this is also a spiritual practice. Like, let's think mm-hmm. of a mantra. And I'm just I just really yeah. missed all of that. Yeah, weird. It's like someone who's used to teaching yoga like at a gym. Yeah. Like I work at a 24-hour fitness doing yoga and I just decided to do prenatal yoga because like people asked for it, but I don't have anything to like I won't make you lie on your stomach is my adjustment that I'm making. Yeah. So this class was literally a zero out of ten for me, never going back for a scathing yeah. review. And yeah. you did? I did. Oh, I love that. I As love I was doing it, I was like First of all, my heart was not into it. Like, the second half of the class, I was just, like, literally going through the motions, not putting any, like, effort into it whatsoever. I was just like, I can't wait to leave and leave yeah. a horrible review of this place. I love that. I love – where – are you leaving a review, like, on Yelp? On ClassPass. On ClassPass. Have you – did you read other reviews? Had anyone else reviewed this class? There had been two reviews of the prenatal class, and they don't – this one doesn't list what instructor taught it. Mm. So, like, the two other classes were good, but it could have totally been different instructors. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, or someone who literally doesn't know better, you know, because they yeah. have else. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just take what you can get when you don't know how much better it could be. And that's so true. I have more positive reviews, though, so I'm sorry to oh. start on a negative. That's fine. Lay it on me. What else have you done this morning, dude? Last night, okay. I mean, yesterday in general was a great day because number one, got a foot massage. Incredible. Oh, this is. I cannot recommend this enough. $30 for a 30-minute foot massage, $45 for an hour foot massage. Wow. Just an hour of working on your feet. Are you? That would be amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. I did the 30 minutes, but I was like, I'm coming back and doing an hour. Like, that sounds amazing. That is amazing. Wait, tell me, are you very ticklish? I usually am if someone's, like, doing a pedicure. Yeah. But this is not. This is like they're fully like okay. full hand massaging. So it's not ticklishy. Okay. Cause that was my concern immediately because whenever I get a pedicure, I like have to like kind of grip my seat and like kind of lean in a weird way when they're trying to scrub my foot because it tickles so much. But I feel like a massage would be fine. Yeah. You're going to love it if you ever do this. It was so freaking good. I had a funny moment. Yeah. Oh, tell tell your funny moment. Tell me where this happened also. This was at Brooklyn Net Wellness, very close to uh, where I live. Nice. And right next door to a Starbucks, which very convenient, very fun. Mm-hmm. Do you, get, um, do you get Starbucks to have while you were doing this? I was like, this is my perfect Saturday afternoon. I'm going to go to Starbucks, get a Starbucks and sit in the Starbucks and drink it. And then go next door and have a foot massage. And that's what I did. Lovely. It was great. Um, but the funny moment was at the end, I was like, I was like trying to be just like chatty. And I was like, oh, wow. Like your hands must be so tired after that or whatever. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, like your hands like must be tired. And then it was clear he just didn't like fully understand. Um, like he wasn't a native English speaker. And then mm. I had to just kind of drop it and just be like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it was funny. 
Nice. I was hoping that it was going to be like that you were farting uncontrollably during this, during this <laughs> massage. But that's also the- a, very, a very pregnant experience is that you can't hold your farts in after a certain amount of times. So there's too much pressure on your abdomen. You just have to fart wherever you please. That is true. I, okay. The other awkward part is because you're like sitting up in a chair for this. Like it's like kind of a nice chair that kind of reclines, but you're still fully facing the masseuse. Right. So mm-hmm. like you're either staring at them or you're kind of like, on your phone or you're just kind of like like that's like the most obvious place to look is like straight ahead like right at this person uh, um and it just feels a little it feels a little intense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but also great and intimate yeah i feel like you bring some headphones maybe just plug in a podcast close your eyes pass out like that actually to me sounds the ideal is to sign up for the hour one and just like try and take a quick nap there the person who got it before me while i was waiting a couple minutes was fully like napping Oh, I love to hear that. I love to hear that. That's going to be, dude, yeah, you need to do this like, I don't know, is this like a once a week thing? (laughs) I know. I'm like, I need to go all the time. This is like the best use of money ever. Especially because your feet get so fucked when you're tired or when you're pregnant. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Did you already rate it? Did you? Oh, massage was a 10 out of 10. Definitely going back. Can't wait. Highly recommend like this is like a reflexology place and mm-hmm. I never really gone there before and it's cool. Incredible. How it's is like, the Starbucks? Oh, go ahead. It's like all the fun of a pedicure with no toxins. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the best parts of the pedicure mm-hmm. and not the part where they're like scraping anything, you know? Yeah. Or, although I do like that. That can be nice. That can be nice. Yeah, I will not knock a pedicure, but a foot massage sounds ideal. I would be so self-conscious, though, because I truly have, like, the stinkiest feet of all time. And I'm just like, I would I do. You know I do. Well, that's it. You and me have both. We tie. We tie for first place of stinkiest feet. Is a thing we have bonded. Listeners, is a thing we bonded about since we were teenagers. (laughs) Is it both of us have the fucking nastiest feet? I'm sorry. It's disgusting. I hope it's not triggering for anyone. But of like, whenever I go get a pedicure, I like wash my feet like three times before I go because I'm just like, oh. I don't want you to like have to deal with my nasty feet. You're so sweet. No, I worry about this too because I've been wearing Birkenstocks every day and I was just like, I'm wearing my Birkenstocks over there. Like my feet are going to be dirty. Yeah. Um, but the first thing they do is they take a wet towel and they absolutely just like scrub and wipe your feet clean. Nice. I mean, so yeah. And I figure it's like they can't have like some people are probably going like after work like not yeah everyone is going like completely fully having cleaned like they must have a it's obvious to have a system to like uh deal with the the stank foot yeah yeah for sure speaking of birkenstocks i just want to quickly talk about my knockoff birkenstocks that i have yeah how are those or like my like non-birkenstock birkenstocks are like white mountain something they're starting to wear through like part of like the where the the ball of my foot is is like wearing a hole in the sandal and i'm just like i should have just fucking because like now i'm gonna have to get rid of these soon because like they're gonna fall apart soon um and i should have just shelled out for the birkenstocks like the birkenstocks are twice as expensive but like how how long have you had yours so i got this this has been my second summer with the birkenstocks i got them like last like a year ago spring Uh but i specifically got like the same pair again because the other pair had been like wearing out in the back mm. but I wear them I can't express to you enough how I wear them every day all day I don't wear a single other pair of shoes until it's like freezing cold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I really gotta I think I get like you know at least these are these are still going strong so at least three mm-hmm. years 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. See, I think I got, when did I get these ones? I think I got these last summer. Like, at the beginning of the summer, I got them before Trin's wedding. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's not that long to have a shoe. Yeah. They shouldn't be wearing out that much. Um, I feel like I just need to spring on the Burks. I think you do. Yeah, they're really good. And they are so comfy. I'll probably wait until my sandals literally fall off my feet because it's generally when I will buy new things. Um, But we'll see. And I feel like if you do, you should get the narrow width Birkenstocks because um, you have such tiny, dainty feet. And (laughs) I got the narrow Birkenstocks this time. I've been doing the regular before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they look better. Hmm. Maybe I will. There's an outlet like foot place, whatever foot place fucking shoe store is what I'm trying to say <laughs> I think in my head I was like foot locker and I'm like it's not a foot locker it just is a shoe store <laughs> um that maybe and I know they sell Birkenstocks there so maybe I'll go try some on and then like wait for there to be like an online sale or something yeah do it uh, that's the plan wait I have a movie review oh okay let's go because last night after this gorgeous afternoon mm-hmm. we also Freaking, I ordered carnitas tacos, which I've been dreaming about ever since last mm-hmm. having carnitas tacos, which was like a week ago. Weeks ago. <laughs> They're <laughs> so weeks good. Ago. They're so good. And we watched a movie. We watched um, Joyride. And it was so good. What is that? That sounds familiar. Like I've seen the trailer. Okay. It's like it stars like four women, four Asian women. And um, it's by producers like Seth Rogen and like Evan Goldberg. So it kind of has the vibe of like those Seth Rogen movies where it's like mm-hmm. very silly and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stars the girl Stephanie Shu from uh, Everything yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And trailer. Go on. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Very funny. And I also was like, sobbing 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 because there's like a there's like an adoption storyline and it's, mm. it's yeah. But yeah. powerful mother powerful. parenting story exactly yeah that sounds ideal it sounds like a great movie yeah it was really really good the movie i rate it like i mean it's really fun i feel like everyone should watch it it's like it's like a 8.9 wow that's good that's good solid yeah. movie yeah. Um, how would you rate your carnitas tacos? The tacos were perfect and they came with refried beans and rice and salsa mm-hmm. and guac and everything on the side and it was just like so perfect. So those were a 10. Yeah, dude, Mexican food is almost always a 10. Almost yeah. always. It's just refried beans. Yeah. Ten. They're so good, dude. They're so good. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> um we have been eating weirdly because of the fridge being broken still. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, like, trying to, like, eat a bunch of food out of, like, I'm making, like, the most yogurt-heavy smoothies. So I'm trying to, like, run through this yogurt before it goes bad. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, it's, like, okay. It's too much yogurt, honestly. Basically, I'm, like, because I'm always trying to, like, I like to make my smoothies. I don't have any juice, and I don't usually like to add sugar. So then by adding a bunch of yogurt, I'm, like, this is sour and not what I wanted. Um, so I'm, <laughs> also honey. Out, I'm also out of bananas, um, so I can't get them, like, delightfully smooth. I need to go to the store. Honey would be good, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, with Stephen did go to Berkeley yesterday and bring back cheese board pizza. 
um, just like their par-baked pizza, which then we reheated and finished the bake on the grill. So obsessed <laughs> with my fucking grill, you guys. So obsessed with my gas grill right now. This is like all we do now is be grilling. Um, one, because it's hot, and two, because it's fun. Um, and honestly, that was a great choice for making the pizza good. Like, way better than we've gotten par-baked pizzas before and done them in our oven. Um, which is in part because our oven is like always 25 degrees lower than it says that it is. So is mine, yeah. Sometimes we forget to like crank it up a bit higher um, and just set it to regular. And then it's just like, oh, this is a very like slow cooking pizza. It's just sort of slowly drying. It's not really <laughs> like cooking. But cheese board pizza is hella good. It's not, um, it's still super weird to me that like not. Like in I don't know in the last five years they won an award of like best pizza in the United States. Oh wow! Um, from some fucking magazine I don't know, which is honestly like I feel like absurd. Um, <laughs> but their pizza is hella good. Like it, this one and like it had potatoes and like feta on it, and that was pretty hmm. good. It was like I would call it an eight because it was definitely like oh I'm having like an interesting pizza versus like. I'm having a delicious cheese pull, wonderful pizza, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I was in, when Steven said he was getting pizza, I was like, tomato sauce, cheese, maybe yeah. sausage, like pizza, pizza, not like, here's a bunch of like feta and potato slices. Yeah, that's Definitely not what like I'm some sort for. of like curry situation happening. Yeah, it was like a delicious, an extremely delicious cheesy flatbread that I really enjoyed and enjoyed for lunch today. But, like, it's an 8 maybe, whereas I feel like a lot – like, a really good pizza pizza would have been a 10 at the time. Yeah. Nice. But, you know, you got to love – you got to love a bakery co-op. It is kind of a fantasy of mine to work at some point for a bakery cooperative. So, 10 out of 10 of the cheese board, you're doing – you're doing your best with the pizzas out there. And you're winning the best, like, national awards apparently. So, good for good you. For good for them. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Um, what else do I have going on? Oh, what time is it? What time is it? It's time for the motherhood minute. If we could just shift gears really quick, um, mm-hmm. I want to share a little story from last night. So we have been trying over this last week to basically do sort of a sleep training thing with Sylvia because it's just like. She's at a phase right now where, like, she sometimes just, like, won't sleep till really late. Mm-hmm. And she co-sleeps with us. We haven't sleep trained or anything. So it's just, like, we're just sitting in the room with her as she kind of, like, rolls in circles. And we're just getting super pissed off because it's, like, cool. I thought I'd have any time to myself or to do just, like, do, like, when I say time to myself, I mean, like, it is such a fantasy to me to be able to just, like, do my dishes at night with no one talking to me. Like, that is what I'm fucking looking for, and I'm not even getting that. I'm not even getting the chance to just do chores by myself. Like, yeah. that, is the, that is the level of not personal time Steve and I are having. That Like, that is the treat we look forward to at the end of the night is, like, maybe having, like, a quick bite of, like, a special thing that we wouldn't share with Sylvia. Or, like, mm-hmm. having a beer while I, like, do the dishes and listen to a podcast. Like, what a fucking fantasy. Anyway, so that's <laughs> what I'm so I'm trying to find. And instead, Sylvia's like, well, here's the thing that I'm going to do, which is roll in circles until 9.30 p.m. Even though <laughs> we came into the room at 7 p.m. and started reading books and singing songs. And I've just been, like, not sleeping. And, like, Stephen and me just getting, like, progressively angrier. But, like, there, I can't make her sleep. But just being like, you need to stop rolling around. You need to lie down. You need to do this. Like, saying stuff like that. Like, close your eyes. Try and sleep. 
and like saying stuff that just like obviously won't work but i'm like tired and angry and want to leave so like that's not good for anyone yeah um so what we've started doing as of like last like so almost seven days ago um is that basically like we do our book routine like we always do like bath time brush teeth put on pajamas read three books and then we sing songs so we have now a limited number of songs that we sing and when we're done with doing the bedtime routine singing the songs we leave the door open and we leave and we're like it's your job to go to sleep and we let her have her stuffed animals she has a little nightlight i mean we're just around the corner the door's open so like if she needs to go to the bathroom we take her out and go to the bathroom this sounds very normal Sounds totally normal. I will say that the first night didn't sound normal to her. And she literally (laughs) screamed so hard of just like, like choking out words. It was so upsetting and horrible. Um, It has improved every day since then. Like last night, I don't think she really cried at all. She just kind of complained at us for a while, but like, that's fine. She can complain to me from another room. That's great. But anyway, so last night she like didn't actually cry at all and was just kind of like chill and rolling around. Like she came out at one point and we're just like night night, put her back to bed, came out, said she had to pee, I took her to the bathroom. And then she and she said she was scared. And I was like, Well, here are your babies. You need to tell tuck them into bed and tell them that everything's gonna be okay and like put the covers on them and then lie with them until they fall asleep. Um <laughs> and she did kind of do that. Um I go to go to bed at midnight because it's my day off. And I, we stayed up late starting to catch up on Reservation Dogs. We're now four episodes in. Um, and just like hanging out, eating more pizza, um, after hours pizza. Um, I go in to go to bed. Um, I shift Sylvia. I like move her to the side. And I'm like, oh, she feels like really sweaty. It's not that hot in here, but whatever. I guess she's under like the blankets. So like maybe she she's kind of a hot sleeper. I'm like, whatever. She's really sweaty. And I move her over because she's rolled into my spot on the bed. And then I start to get in the bed and I like shake the covers and like uh, her like a pair of her pull ups like that she sleeps in um, the disposable pull ups like kind of rolls like out <laughs> off the blanket. And I'm like, why the fuck are there pull ups on the bed? And I like throw it off the bed. <laughs> And then I, like, get under the blanket, and I'm like, this is all wet. And then oh, I, no. my phone, I turn on the flashlight, and I'm like, oh, before she fell asleep, she just took off her pull-ups and then has peed <laughs> in her sleep and is just sleeping in a big puddle of piss in my bed. <laughs> that and I'm just sucks. like, it's midnight. What do I do? Like, I have a moment of just being like, I can't fix this. I can't. Yeah. Like, what? She's asleep. Like, I don't want to wake like, her up. Do we do just it. sleep on the pee? <laughs> That was Steven's first thought. I came out of the kitchen. I was like, he's like listening to his headphones, eating more pizza. And I'm like, stop what you're doing. I need help right now. And he's like, what's going on? And I tell him and he's like, well, can we just like put a towel down? And I'm like, it's a lot of pee. Like we need this to not just be soaking in our mattress all night without cleaner on it. Like this is a lot of pee. <laughs> and he goes in and looks like we're like using our phone light. She still hasn't woken up yet. She's like something that's kind of nice is now that she's older when she falls asleep, even though she still hates to sleep. Once she does, she is, like, dead asleep. So that's, like, <laughs> useful. Um, but anyways, so we, like, go. So then we go back out and we, like, make our little plan, which is, like, okay, I'm going to grab this nice soft blanket off of our couch. We're going to go into the room. I'm going to pick her up. Steven's going to pull pull-ups up over her butt. Then he's going to wrap her in the blanket and take her out to the living room. So we turn all the lights off in the rest of the house. And then I'm going to, like, strip the bed, clean it up. and So I, like, grab, twi- like, grab new set of sheets paper towels furnished like upholstery cleaner we go into the room i like pick her up 
and sh- and she doesn't she kind of shifts but doesn't really wake up steven does fully put a new pair of pull-ups like pulls them up over her but um wraps her up in a blanket takes her to the living room and i do that i like strip the bed soak up as much pee as i can spray a bunch of like cleaner on it soak it up again put a bunch several layers of paper towels on it so it doesn't get on the sheets or like seep through mm-hmm. put new sheets on the fucking bed and luckily it just got on the bottom sheet the mattress and the top sheet and not also all of our blankets like she wasn't using all the blankets at the time mm-hmm. like there's a little silver lining for us um <laughs> And then, uh, turned out like once I had like turned on the light once Stephen left, and then I like turned it off. He came put her to bed, and then I went to bed too. But it was just like, oh, this is why she do this? Why she <laughs> take off her fucking underwear? Why is she taking off her pull-ups right before bed? And I'm like, especially now that we're doing the sleep training, like the whole thing is to like not be in there. I'm like, am I just gonna have to wait till you immediately fall asleep and then go check now? Like, why did you do, like, you're pranking me. Like, you know, yeah, you know why you wear this. I don't understand. Did you tell her the next day? Were you like, hey, you got to keep your pull-ups on? I tried to ask her about it and she just didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. I was like, did you take these off? And she's like, what? (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. So that sucks though. I'm laughing, but that sucks. It was pretty funny. I would rate it like again. I think most most things like that I would say are like sixes out of ten because it's funny. Yeah. It's not a huge and also like was fixable, not a huge deal, kind of annoying, but like is pretty fucking funny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um and just funny that she just like if she had like woken up and then wouldn't go back to sleep afterwards, it would have been a zero out of ten. But given that she stayed asleep the entire time it's like a six because it's just like oh i just have to like clean this up yeah but anyways so obviously nighttime potty training is not happening anytime soon and uh i don't know what this will mean for our sleep system that we have now but hopefully hopefully this was a one-time event and she fucking leaves her fucking underwear on yeah i don't know who can say who can say i'm like i don't want to get one of those plastic bed covers to protect the mattress yeah i was sacrificed to the pea gods i know i've been thinking about that as well for like if we need that for a newborn but i don't know i guess we'll be fine you haven't had it we definitely did not i mean she yeah i feel like it was not really an issue like if you let them be without their diaper on all the time then maybe that would be worth it and that would be fine i'm like i feel like he did not really soak through the diaper but this like, is what I read. It all over. Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, she just he had blowouts all the time and the spit up all the time. That's a lot. And I also there's read... so much milk. <laughs> Someone saying milk. Someone saying yeah. that their mattress My... just smells like Parmesan because of just like the aged milk. <laughs> okay, I was actually thinking about this recently. I was thinking about like I have a friend who had a baby not long ago, and thinking about you. In the future, and of just remembering, like, yeah, I straight up slept on a towel for months, like, because my boobs were just leaking milk everywhere. And then Sylvia was drinking the milk, and then they're not really caring about whether or not it's all getting in their mouth or not, (laughs) and whether or not they just spit it. Like, I decided to pop off randomly, and, like, yeah, you get milk fucking everywhere. I feel like I smelled like yogurt all the time. Um, yeah, Adrian's been wanting to buy a new mattress, and I'm like, we have to wait until oh, yeah, after. You, 
you <laughs> definitely have to wait. There's you cannot you can't yeah. do that now. Um, and espe- especially if you're wanting to buy a new mattress, then I would say don't worry about the plastic sheet thing. But my sister says she has some. She has one on like her kid's bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, they make them where they're like a nice like cloth on the top, so it's not just like feel like it doesn't feel like you're on crinkly plastic. Yeah. Um. So like it might be worthwhile for you. Um. I don't rem. I remember like we had to wash the sheets re- much more regularly than we do now in the pillowcases and stuff. Yeah. Um, like how often? Yeah. Would you say? I, I mean, I have no idea. Like I feel like there would be days where I would wash everything. Or at least a couple things, like because she had it was really like the poop, the poop. Oh was, god, the poop. So Sylvia was a big pooper, had a lot of blowouts when she was <laughs> little. Um, so then that would require an immediate washing, and sometimes so I, sometimes I would wash our sheets every day for a few days, and then I would not wash them for a week. And like, did they smell like cheese slash yogurt? Sort of, but I'm also just like, my entire home life is permeated in the smell of old breast milk. Like, I don't care that much you know yeah i don't give a shit like i'm not gonna do more laundry than i have to and then but it was definitely doing it like i feel like probably once a week for a while damn um, but uh which i feel like i read online is how often you're supposed to wash your sheets but like That's a lot. That? anyone who's doing that don't tell me that you're doing that because that will make me feel bad i'm never gonna do that in my life we do every two weeks but it's just thanks to adrian i would literally never ever 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 do it if i was left to my own (laughs) yes exactly um yeah uh but yeah definitely the milk yeah why was i i was i think just because i was thinking about pregnancy i also kept my pregnancy journal a little bit into the newborn phase um and i'm just like literally i'm just like dripping milk walking around my house like there's just like little splashes of milk that we have to clean up on the floor <laughs> i remember when we moved out and we're like we're moving the bed and stuff i'm like oh here's just like old spilled milk under our bed like sylvia was <laughs> like just because like i'd never really looked to mop under there <laughs> um and uh that just is what it is you're just a milky mess and like i think it was easier Cause like you can't rely that much on the boob pads and yeah. stuff because you can't hold moisture, like especially in the early days, That's what which I've is heard. the worst stuff. If you keep the moisture on your boob, you're more likely to get an infection and they won't heal as well. You let them dry out. My former principal was like, "I used the disposable nursing pads and they did me so dirty because it was horrible." I mean, the thing with, so this is the issue with the disposable ones that I found. So I found the disposable ones. What the hell did I just hear? Sorry, short sound. Um, the disposable ones, I feel like, are more moisture wicking. So, like, they're more comfortable. Mm. They're not as noticeable when you're wearing them. Whereas I also got these, like, nice, this is actually a thing you could register for. I got these, like, organic bamboo, like, reusable boob pads, like a set of, I think I got two sets of them so I didn't have to do laundry as much. So I would use like some days I would be using like a number of them in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can just like wash them and reuse them. And they're a little like they're not uncomfortable on your boobs, but it's like you feel them. And like because it's just like cloth, it's mm-hmm. not like you really notice when they're wet. So you immediately change them out. Whereas the disposable ones, you might end up just wearing them for like a while, not really noticing. And it's just holding the moisture right on your nipple. And it's just like if you do use those things, which are super useful for when you have to like go to the store mm-hmm. um 
that like you just really need to check them frequently and like most like at home i pretty much if i had my tits out at all times and that's kind of my plan yeah Yeah. when then when people would come over i would like put uh the boob pads in or if we like needed to go somewhere and would like and then and when you nurse though if you wanted to keep using the the whatever kind of pad you're using just shove a towel into your other side they're not nursing from um (laughs) unless you're using the light haka at the time but Mm -hmm. like just shove a towel in your bra it's intense it's intense it's so much it's like it's so it's so much it's so many fluids it's such a, a such a larger amount of fluids from you and your baby than you'll have ever experienced in your life prior when you have a new baby and you're just like why is there so much why are there so many fluids on me at all times? <laughs> Dude, and it's so funny. Like, I feel like every woman that I've talked to in my, in my immediate family is like, no, breastfeeding was really easy for me. It was great. And I'm like, this isn't the experience that I've <laughs> been hearing about from others. Yeah. I, I mean, it depends a lot on the kid. Depends on you. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. What else you got? Um, what else do I got? Let me, I need to, I need to consult. You know what you have not reviewed yet though, which I want to ask you about is that you need to be telling us more about your beach vacation. Dude, going to the beach was so nice. The ocean is very healing. Like it really Mm. is though. I'm like saying that sillyly, but it actually is. No, it is. It's a very beautiful, powerful place to be. Swimming in the ocean incredible there wasn't even any little jellies sometimes we go and there's like a million little jellyfish or like seed Mm. or whatever nope beautiful clear warm ocean perfect conditions for swimming it was perfect i don't even know what else to say about it Mm. staying at a bed and breakfast where they give you a little choice of two entrees the night before via text Mm -hmm. and then they just deliver the entree to your room in the morning Beautiful. That was really nice. Really nice. Wow. Um, yeah. We also just like went getting an ice cream cone every night after dinner. That's uh, fun. That's the life. Just getting an ice cream cone. It's so fun to get a cone with sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah. Getting toppings on it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Adrian and I both love sprinkles, and that's been great. Dude, Steven doesn't like sprinkles, and it is one of his worst features. That's insane. I know. I kind of get not liking the waxy ones. I Uh, love the waxy ones, though. I actually don't like the hard ones. (laughs) I only like the waxy ones. I mean, I like like both. I think now I prefer the hard ones because it's just like, oh, this is just sugar. Whereas the waxy ones are like, this is sweet wax. Like, should I be (laughs) doing this? It, like, I don't – I like the crunchy, the crunchy, crunchy texture of, like, the little non-puree ones. Um, but the waxy ones are good too. Like it's a classic. Like when we would go get, I remember getting frozen yogurt in the place across from the high school and of just being like, I just want double rainbow sprinkles. That is the toppings that I want. So good. Oh, I love that place. A delight. That place, I would rate it an eight out of 10. I love their frozen yogurt. I love their cheap ice cream. It was pretty weird that they just had all those weird little Bible (laughs) comics up for free. That was I'd weird. Take a million of as a teenager and would make fun of and read with my friends. So maybe actually it's a 10 out of 10 just because what a novel experience for me. 
Speaking of, I have a whole review related to religion, but um, wanted to just say I love their chai flavored like Ooh. soft serve. It's like hella good. Are you hearing what I'm yeah. hearing? Yeah, what's happening over there? So I'm recording in the room that's right below my living room, um, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm not hearing screaming afterwards. <laughs> oh, whatever it is is fine. Um, that's good. Sorry, everyone. That was the only time I heard it. All right, so chai ice cream that sounds bomb. Yeah, soft serve. Yeah, it was hella good. It was icy and nice. But mm. dude, I went down a Wikipedia hole last night mm-hmm. about <laughs> it was like a whole page that listed all the different religions' views on IVF. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you which, doing this? Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> I follow this like I kind of follow this TikToker who's like. Her whole TikTok account is like an infertility account. And she's like, we've been trying to conceive for, I think, three years. Mm -hmm. And every comment that I want to make and every comment that people are making are like, oh, are you going to like try IVF? Are you going to try IUI? Like, Mm -hmm. like, what's the deal? And she just kind of like dodges the question. Mm. So finally, whatever, yesterday she posted a video and is like, actually, like, Catholicism, like, we can't do IVF. And I'm like, interesting. And mm-hmm. did you know Catholics also cannot do IUI? Okay. IVF, I can kind of get if they're like, oh, we don't want to have any excess embryos or like, you know, whatever, that, that whole thing. Yeah. Because then you're like, I can't carry all of these or something. Why not the IUI? I don't know exactly. Oh, it was something about like you're taking away like God's timing or something. And then I looked uh, at <laughs> like some churches probably believe that. <laughs> like yeah. I can't imagine that that is a Catholic law. Catholic supposedly like they literally don't believe in any. I mean, I, I was also reminded by this Wikipedia page they did. They don't believe in freaking birth control. So yeah. like that's already crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like looking at different. So I think it was like Methodists or another kind of Christian, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it's called. They were, they can only do IUI if the husband like squirts in the, the stuff. Like, <laughs> like I forget what they said they called it. It was like husband assisted like IUI or whatever. And like he literally has to be the one to like push in the like Is it like sample. not enough that it's fucking his semen? Like what? No, it's not enough. I'm he like, isn't it close enough to immaculate conception that Christians should just get behind it? So crazy. Or is it too close to immaculate conception. They're like doctors playing God. Exactly. Husband but I would like to God normal. Shout out to Church of the Latter-day Saints, aka Mormons. They're all for it. They're like, do IVF, do IUI, do whatever you have to do. And I'm they're like, like Thank please you. have 10 children. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if yeah. you're trying to go the other way of not having kids, go fuck yourself. But please, in any way you can, have more kids. I also learned something really interesting that solved a question I had in my mind. Because at our fertility clinic... Um, there were a lot of Jewish patient, patients and like nurses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I would often see like two women going into the appointment at a time. And I was like, oh, are there just like a lot of like Jewish lesbians that you're using this like mm-hmm. clinic, which like totally is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also learned from this Wikipedia page that for IVF, for Orthodox Judaism, mm-hmm. there has to be a person who does not work for the clinic and is not like the husband or whatever of the woman going through IVF. 
and there has to be this other woman who's there as like a supervisor basically like mm. supervising that it's actually the man the husband's sample and it's actually the women's eggs like basically yeah. ensuring that like lineage situation which is interesting interesting although and part of me is just like I mean, we watched the show Jane the Virgin, so it's important that somebody supervise or, like, yeah. you know, you can just get impregnated with anybody's sample. Um, that is a real fear that I had. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy process. But, you know, I would imagine that that happens uh, very close to 0% of the time. Yeah, a lot of lawsuits. Would yeah, happen. I would imagine. I would imagine. Um interesting very interesting i love that you looked this up um do you have any ratings related or just more sharing interesting information um no i just was kind of upset by the catholic thing found that very annoying um i will say this there's yeah. a lot of things to be upset about in yeah. Catholicism. yeah as someone a child of a child who grew up in catholicism can really do some things to you um but uh, religious people pop off. Let us know. <laughs> Let us yeah. know what you think. Um, and obviously, but nothing people... negative. If it's negative, don't comment it to us. <laughs> oh, I'm just kind of interested. I'm like, does anyone listen to care about this? So I'm like, kind of interested enough. So you can like try and hit me up personally, I guess. <laughs> uh, yes. Let me know. Um, but yeah, how would you rate learning all of these things? It was interesting, but it was also a little triggering. So I'll give it a six. Yeah, I was going to say, did it make you feel judged for your choices or was it, did, did you feel like you could be distanced from it? I was not distanced. I am absolutely not distanced from it. It's, yeah, <laughs> it is extremely hard to be distanced from anything related. Like, basically, it's like when, like, I have friends that never want to have kids and I think that that's great. I completely support their decisions and I think that that's super important that they have that choice. And they're, but it's part like sometimes when they're talking about like the reasons they don't want kids, I start getting defensive in my head of just like, well, actually, blah, blah. And I just have to keep reminding myself of like, they're talking about their personal experience and choice about their body. They're not talking about mine. Like, but it's just yeah. hard because like, I feel like instinctually, it's just like one, it's such an intense experience when you go through it um, and impactful. And then it is such like a, it's you it's such an emotional experience as well to give birth totally. to, to have a kid um adoption or otherwise and like that it becomes very hard to like have a hear someone strongly disagreeing with a choice you've made that's like that and like i have even personally met people who are not religious to my knowledge who mm -hmm. have straight up said to my face like i would never do ivf and I'm like, I d it's offensive because I'm like, why? Yeah. Um, but it is offensive. Right. And it's like, I'm sure they don't mean it like, and you've made a bad decision. They're yeah. just trying to share like, it's a decision I wouldn't have made. But it's like, why? Literally, why? Well, I mean, people, some people just don't want kids that bad. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is. Like, I mean, I like, it a lot more personal. <laughs> no, I mean, and like, like, that's what I'm saying. When my friends are just like, yeah, I don't want kids because they're fucking annoying and i'm just like well they're also a precious light and like give my life meaning and i love it even though they're also are really fucking annoying i agree uh, <laughs> and it is uh stressful and i'm just like I, I feel like it's also just like the the desire in a conversation to be in agreement sometimes with your friends yeah. uh, <laughs> and i'm just like we are not and i'm uncomfortable 
It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, but you got to just remember, people are just talking from their life, you know? You can't yeah. let it get to you. You can't let it get to you. But I understand being triggered, and you should 100% never read these things on Wikipedia again. <laughs> Wikipedia's is- got a lot. Yeah. They well, got a lot to say. Oh, I was just saying, like, uh, it is actually really interesting, though, the different, like, stances that the church takes. And then also just how different that is from, like, uh, what people actually do. Yeah. And there was other there was other religions that were, like, I think it was saying Muslims can definitely do IVF if there's mm-hmm. no, like, donated eggs. Mm. Hindu, I think the same thing. So it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Very, very interesting stuff. I have no, I'm like, if I have anything related to that, not even close. None of my other reviews are <laughs> closely related to this. You should just do some rapid fire ones to close this Rapid out. fire. Okay. Um, Marion's Kitchen. What YouTube, YouTube show, also website. An Australian Thai lady who has cooking, does cooking sh- videos and recipes. Everyone we have tried has been fucking bomb. Like, Steven and I love Thai food, but never really cooked it until sort of recently. He came across her YouTube channel. Um, I made her chicken and rice, which I had talked about on previous podcasts. Oh, yeah. That's that good. dish. Um, it was so fucking good. It was so fucking good in every way. It was great. That's all I have to say about it. 10 out of 10 to that recipe. 10 out of 10 to... Uh, Stephen finding her show, 10 out of 10 to her show. I mean, we've tried, like, three recipes from it, so, like, that's all I'm rating. But they've all been phenomenal. Nice. Right, when I'm rap- am I just rapid-firing? Or are yeah, because I'm I'll- out. I feel like I'm out. So okay. we should just be you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go through a few that I, like, have. Um, having a floor mat at work to stand on. That is something oh, that we've good. acquired in the past couple months. Before, I was just on the hard-ass tile floor. And despite my comfy shoes, my feet, literally, sometimes my toes are numb by the end of the day because of standing. Floor mats are amazing. Squishy floor mat, so much more comfortable, so critical for health. Um, I'm really excited to have them. Uh, I would, I'm going to rate them a 9 out of 10 because this isn't a problem with my current job, but trying to push carts over lumpy floor mats, having them get tripping on floor mats as you have them and they get little, like they stick up a little bit horrible but absolutely worth having so that you don't fall and so you can have little cushions on your feet yeah nice Mm -hmm. um strauss milk oh that's good that's you i feel like you like introduced that to my life honestly it's so good organic local to sonoma county from petaluma milk dairy a dairy i'm like what do you call (laughs) it dairy milk dairy milk dairy cream um they have cream top milk it is so good great milk steven impulse bought strauss milk recently it was a fucking delight um everyone should try it try it when you come out to the bay area sometime you can find it in like fancy little stores um so good strauss milk 10 out of 10 nice um like do i have anything else i do want to just quickly reveal i'm interested if this has ever happened to you I basically realized recently, so, like, I was doing yoga all the time prior to pregnancy. During pregnancy, I did a shit ton of yoga at home. Like, I'm only talking about, like, at home. Mm. But that was, like, a regular thing that I did. And then since Sylvie's been born, sometimes I'll do it 
every day or like never no that's not true I've never I never do it every day anymore <laughs> but sometimes I do it a few times a week like a couple weeks in a row and then I won't do it for like a month blah 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 um also right before I was pregnant I was working at a bakery like lifting all of this bread stuff like working at a bread bakery so it's like lifting sacks of flour all the time I was basically in the best shape of my life and then doing all this yoga to be like flexible and basically like realizing now that that's just literally nothing like my body is right now is mm. devastating I'm like did a yoga video a gentle yoga video a couple nights ago and I'm like my whole body hurts while I'm doing these basic stretches because I never stretch anymore and I'm extremely stiff. Mm. Also, let me lift this thing that I could definitely lift a few years ago. Oh, wait, my lower back hurts. I'm lifting it wrong and can barely lift it anyways because I'm so weak now. Mm. Um, and just uh, it's a real big shock. And it's interesting to me of how like I have not really – mentally adjusted to my current physical state which has changed significantly from but prior to having a baby as is like normal um especially for someone who like doesn't work out so like is especially normal because not like I was like super into the idea of like having a different body after Sylvia was born um but it is just like a constant uh shock and uh that's kind of yeah, I don't know. Being weak to me, that's like a mm, a four out of ten. I don't like it, but I'm not enough to really do something about it. Yeah, I can relate, dude. That's, I mean, that's how I feel every time I like walk up a set of stairs. But I know that's that's like also a separate thing of like oxygen or whatever in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But also, kind of how I felt during the yoga today. I was just like, this is annoyingly hard. Yeah, yeah. As well so, as basic. Yeah. So many things are annoyingly hard, but basic when you're pregnant, like existing in the world just is like more hard. Standing up from a reclined position. I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is such an effort already. Yeah. Standing up from any position, from <sighs> being a non-standing position to standing, almost impossible. <laughs> the amount exactly. of like, especially as you get, like as your belly gets bigger, like do you, I mean, you should already be doing this, this is honestly, apparently what everyone should be doing for your mm-hmm. back health. Which is that when you're getting out of bed, you need to roll onto your side. You need to like roll to the edge of the bed, swing your legs over the bed, and then like sit, like be, push yourself up with your arms. Like you should not just be like sitting up straight. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I guess I should try that, dude. It just helps of- protect your back. But like, I just, like of also that's like literally the only way you can get out of bed when you're hella pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, that I hate my pregnancy pillow now. I'm I'm over it. Oh. Did I say this on the last no. episode? I've you had said- a real love hate relationship. You have. Like, I feel like at first you're like, I'm not gonna use it yet, and then you were like, I like to be in it, but then to sleep, I have to take it away. Yeah. Um, but you like it, and now you hate it. Explain. I just feel like I sleep worse. Like last night, I did not sleep good, and it's because I was using the pregnancy pillow, and I'm just like, I think it makes me hot, and mm. the fact that you know what I think it actually is. It's turning over to your other side is such a production because you have to like, I don't know, adjust it in between your legs and like the whole whole thing. And so I feel like that actually wakes me up more. And then I'm like wide awake in the middle of the night instead of just like casually turning over. Yeah. (sighs) I do think I started using my pregnancy pillow at a slightly later stage than you're at right now. I'm trying to remember. But I mean, I mean, one, maybe it's just not for you. But two, I feel like it just does – it also becomes a production to roll over it all when you're hugely pregnant. So, like, yeah. then, 
Like, I feel like, because there becomes a certain period of time where it's just, like, having, trying to sleep on your side with your knees. I mean, you might also just benefit from just putting a pillow between your knees and not having the pregnancy pillow. And maybe that's that'll what I want to try. That's what I want to try. Yeah. Yeah, then maybe just do that. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't totally write it off because I love mine so much. But also, maybe it's just not for you. And it's so big. I have nowhere to put it when I'm not using it. It's horrible. You need to put it behind your head. You put it behind your head. It's huge. I know. It runs across your whole bed and you put it behind your head and it's like having a nice reading pillow that you can lean against. <laughs> I don't understand why this doesn't work for you. Or you put it under your bed. Oh, God. It's dirty down there. <laughs> I'm absolutely shocked by the amount of dust and debris that accumulates underneath our bed every week. It's so hard to clean. That's why I've like literally tried to vacuum under my bed and it's like I can get like one angle. And then Dude. it's like the rest is just filthy dust. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is why you get a fucking broom, baby. I literally, to be able to, because we also, we have like a fat, chunky vacuum. Like I think you have a, a slim little Dyson. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're probably getting more under there. But I like can barely put my vacuum under the bed, which means that I sweep under the bed. I sweep all the shit out and then I vacuum it out and then like use an attachment to try and get a little bit under the bed. Yeah. Um, but it is just like, why is there so much stuff in here? Yeah, it's crazy. Like we just sleep here. What the fuck? Zero out of ten to the accumulation of dust, <laughs> honestly, in general. I was just no like I had never dust because like who learned to do that regularly? Um yeah. and I was just looking at my bookshelves like, wow, these are fucking filthy. I need to dust and I hate that zero out of ten. Yeah. Well, I think we should end there because yeah. I want to go try to convince Adrian that we should get Karina's tacos again. <laughs> um, you definitely should. Yeah. yeah, sounds like a perfect a perfect evening. <laughs> <laughs> a trip to the toilet and a trip to the taco stand. Um, you're a ten out of ten. You're a ten out of ten. Reviewer, a and... great mother. Oh, thank you. You're a great almost mom. You're basically um... a mom already. I remember somebody wished me happy Mother's Day when I was hella pregnant with Sylvia before the end of May. And I was like, and also, first of all, it was a group of teen boys. And one of the teen boys wished me happy Mother's Day on Mother's Day. We were out. So I was extremely charmed (laughs) by this, like, rowdy group of teen boys that's also, like, honoring their moms. I'm like, good for you. So cute. Maybe my baby will honor her mother. All babies should honor the mother. Um, And then also just, like, being uncomfortable being told happy Mother's Day. Because I'm like, I'm not quite there yet. But also, like, you are there them it's gonna be the best dude um oh my gosh I'm pregnant excited. lady um have a great evening thanks you too hasta la vista baby hasta la vista to you <laughs> <laughs> Bye.